0: Let's talk from the Book of Acts. Today we're looking at Acts chapter 17, where Paul called Jesus the Messiah. This is from Acts chapter 17, verses 1 and following. When Paul and his companion had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the gospel, into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with the Jews from scriptures, explaining and proving that Jesus was the Messiah and he had to suffer and rise again from the dead. Paul said, This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. Paul tried to share the good news about Jesus, and he called Jesus the Messiah to the Jews. Surely this would cause the Jews to sit up and listen, even if they disagreed with Paul's explanation of why Jesus was the Messiah. There was a problem with some of the believers. They accepted the Jewish tradition of what the Messiah was like. Paul tried to clarify who the real Messiah was. The main problem that Paul faced was that there are two Messiahs. One is the traditional Jewish view of the Messiah, and the second the Messiah of the Bible. The Jewish Messiah is a political deliverer who rescues Israel from from an evil nation. The biblical Messiah is a deliverer, but a spiritual deliverer who came to lead men and women to God through forgiveness of sin. The issue of two messiahs lingers to this day. What does messiah mean? Messiah means the anointed one. The term was originally used to refer to the king. There are a couple of stories in the Bible about Samuel anointing Saul, or later on, Elisha anointed Jehu, a king in northern Israel. In Psalm 2, the king is addressed as God's anointed. Christians consider Jesus to be the biblical Messiah and believe that through his death and resurrection, humans can be reconciled to God and thereby are offered salvation and the promise of eternal life. These teachings emphasize that as the, as the willing Lamb of God, Jesus chose to suffer in Calvary as a sign to his full obedience to the will of the Father and an agent and servant of God. The choice Jesus made is in contrast to Adam's disobedience. Stories of the gospel about Jesus healing the sick, raising the dead, and proclaiming the imminence of the kingdom of heaven suggest that his followers regarded him as an anointed by God to bring about the messianic age. Today, when we, talk about, when we talk to Jews, we need to ask them what they think about the, what the Messiah will be like. This is important because we need to get the conversation moving in a positive direction before introducing Jesus as, as the long-awaited Messiah. You need to differentiate between the Messiah of Jewish tradition and the Messiah of the Bible. It is important to talk, take them to passages like Isaiah 53, which shows the death of Jesus. In talking with Gentiles, it's not necessary to bring up the two Messiahs. When Gentile, With Gentiles, it is better to explain that they are sinners and in need of a Savior. They need to understand the gospel and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. It is important to note that the results of Paul's preaching amongst the Jews The text says in verse 4, Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. When we present the gospel to Jews or Gentiles, we should prayerfully expect that the Holy Spirit is moving among the people and some will get saved. What do we learn from this passage? Number one, when we present the truth, in this case the Jews that Jesus is the Messiah, some will respond. Jews and Gentiles will respond to the truth. The Bible says some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of Greek-fearing Greeks, God-fearing Greeks, and quite a few prominent women. Number two, we can expect opposition when you present the gospel. Don't be discouraged if people reject the gospel. Remember that they're not rejecting, they're not rejecting you, but they're rejecting Jesus. Acts 17 says, but other Jews were jealous, so that they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house and searched for Paul and Silas in order to bring them out of the crowd. Number three, don't expect instant success when you don't expect instant success when you share the gospel. Paul spent three days presenting Jesus as the Messiah and defending his position from the scriptures. It is the scriptures, not human logic or reasoning that convicts people of their sin. God has his ways. And will use us to bring people to himself. So keep sharing with both Jews and Gentiles. Jesus Christ is the long awaited Messiah of the Bible. It is a message that needs to be shared to all people, Jews and Gentiles alike. Jesus is the Anointed One, promised of old and lives anew in our hearts, waiting to be shared to all those who are outside God's family. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for sending Jesus the Messiah to us here on earth to save us from our sins and give us new life in Christ. We pray for Jews and Gentiles alike, Lord, that they'll receive the message and come to full faith in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.